Hi, and welcome back to Paperback Besties. Today we're reading Twilight, and all I have to say is, ha, 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 I don't know what to say, <laughs> but we, we see you and we hear you and we appreciate you. We are very flattered. I'm shocked and just so excited that this yeah. is happening. As someone who doesn't even leave voicemails, I'm astonished that people would love to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, thank you for all of our new friends. This is genuinely very flattering and I'm very excited. Today, we are going back to 2008, except I think this book was published in 2006. This version of this book that I have looks like it's been around since 2005. It's got some speckling. Yeah, I didn't take specific notes because I think we all know what the plot of this book is. But if you don't, please do yourself a favor and dive into this piece of culture. When 17-year-old Bella leaves Phoenix to live with her father in Forks, Washington, she meets an exquisitely handsome boy at school for whom she feels an overwhelming attraction who she comes to realize is not wholly human. That's on the little, like... Oh, mine has it, too. Copyright page. <laughs> Never noticed that. All right. Well, that's what it's about. Great. So we start. I think this book is not nearly as bad as I remember it being. It's very dated. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a little cheesy. There's some stuff in here that I'm like, I can't believe she got away with saying that. But it's not that bad. <laughs> I, I think Twilight was my personality for, like, a month in yeah. 2008. So... I mean, yeah, I loved it when I was, like, 16. I mean, I think it came out when we were, like, juniors Mm -hmm. in high school. So I don't know where that puts me. But it was fun to read for nostalgia. Yeah, definitely. Like, I didn't even give it a score on Goodreads because I don't know how I feel about giving it a rating. I think I just gave it a three. It's just middle of the road. It was fun to reread, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fun to talk about now as two women in their early 30s who saw this together when we were like 16 or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have this specific memory of us all like sitting in the locker room reading Twilight. Really? Before or after school. Hmm. Or talking about it like, you know, like in the section where our lockers were. Yeah. And we were all just sitting there and I was like sitting on a table and it was probably after school reading Mm -hmm. Twilight like it had it had me in a chokehold. Robert Pattinson had me in a chokehold. <laughs> um, I will say, hot take that I much prefer Book Bella to uh, Movie Bella. She's a lot more emotive. She's a lot more interesting, likable, even though she's still annoying and is rude. <laughs> she's so goddamn rude. All of my tabs are about how rude she is. <laughs> oh my gosh! She like starts out saying that she doesn't get along with kids her age. And then my little note is, but also internally judges everyone at school who was nice to her immediately. Yeah. Eric, Jessica, Angela, and Mike, she just makes fun of their enthusiasm and stuff. And I said, girl, no wonder no one likes you. You're rude. For what? (laughs) She's like, he's a golden retriever. I'm like, he's nice. What is wrong with him? I think that movie Mike was cast perfectly because I just saw him nonstop in my head. And I was like, this is perfect. Agreed. You know what I didn't actually see in my head while I was reading it was that I was trying really hard to Kristen separate Stewart. Kristen Stewart and yeah. Robert Pattinson. I, I saw Robert Pattinson, but I did not see Kristen Stewart. But even like Book Edward is like a lot more emotive and excited. Like he laughs a lot. Yeah. And like makes like little jokes or whatever that he does not do in the movie. So Charlie's talking about how he got the her the truck and he's like, oh, I got it from Billy Black. Do you remember Billy Black? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, he used to go fishing with us during the summer. And she says, that would explain why I didn't remember him. I do a good job of blocking painful, unnecessary things from my memory. Yeah. Why? I know, used to go fishing with your dad's friend and she's like, fuck that memory, block it out. Yeah, and it's not like her dad is like emotionally abusive. No, She just doesn't like fork, so I don't understand. So she blacked out this whole man's existence because she didn't like it. I don't know. I was like, girl, for what? My first tab is on page nine where she's talking about her room. And she says the desk now held a secondhand computer with the phone line for the modem stapled along the floor. I just tabbed it for just beautiful early 2000s technology. Mm -hmm. 
I have a tab later um, when she's looking up, like, Googling the word vampire by itself. Mm-hmm. First of all, where's your, like, Boolean operators? Like, what do you mean? The what? Like, you know, like, when you Google something and it's, like, vampire and Forks Washington and, like, it's, like, search terms. That was, like, a thing in the 2000s. Mm. But I was like, you can't just search the word, va- it's like searching the word ocean. <laughs> what are you gonna find? And she's like, oh, there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, yeah, girl, of course there was. But she had to, like, wait for the internet to turn on, and she, like, Mm -hmm. went downstairs and, like, made a bagel or something. Yeah. And and I was like, oh, my God. The nostalgia. My other thing that I can't believe we got away with saying. I think it's on page 35. I I literally stopped and had to read the quote out loud today. I have a tab before that. Oh, you do? Great. Yeah. Page 14. I just tabbed how I liked hyping herself up to go to school. And... She was like, I can do this. I lied to myself feebly. No one was going to bite me. Ha. 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 Not yet. Not yet. Charlie comes home and hangs up his gun belt on the thing. First of all, why are you just hanging? I mean, I'm not a gun person. But it's just crazy to me that he hangs up his gun belt, like, with the gun still in it and just leaves it hanging by the front door. But... Whatever. I guess maybe because he's a police officer and he lived alone until like yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I came here as a child, he would always remove the bullets as soon as he walked in the door. I guess he considered me old enough now not to shoot myself and by accident and not depressed enough to shoot myself on purpose. That actually made me laugh. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it made me laugh. And I'm thinking about New Moon when she's like extra depressed next year and I'm like, oh, damn. But I'm like, why would you say something like that? <laughs> I just thought it was so out of pocket. What else do we have? This is fun. Just share our notes. <laughs> just, tab. just go through the book via tabs. <laughs> book Bella is more animated than movie Bella, which I prefer. She's still kind of like the, but. She's very much like, I'm not like other girls, which I think she even says in like not so certain terms. Mm. But it's hard for me because I'm like judging this. I'm trying not to judge this book based on 2024 book tropes and oh my god we see that so much or that's so right. annoying but this was like the blueprint right dark Bella's, romance villain yeah, bella swan was the blueprint of different mm-hmm. and i can kind of see that it's a good point Peyton gray yeah. wishes that she was Bella swan. i thought that <laughs> i have i have a tab on page 46 okay where they're looking at the microscope and they're labeling like the phases of mitosis i think mm-hmm. and they're sharing the microscope and she randomly blurts out, did you get contacts? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is the first time you're speaking to him. I just thought it was so out there. <laughs> staring She's at like, I thought, eyes. oh, I thought there was something different about your eyes. I'd be so put off if someone I just kind of met said that to me. I'd be like, what do you mean? What are you trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> this is just me personally. I don't like the clumsy girl characteristic. Is that a trope? I don't know. Would we consider that a trope? Is anything in this book a trope yet? True. It's a good point. But we're going to say it is. Um, I don't like it either. I, I, so I I have a tab on 53. I had enough trouble not falling down when the ground was dry. It might be safer for me to go back to bed now. I don't, I don't know. I don't like this. And it's obviously a reoccurring thing, the whole book, like where he takes her hiking later or like the dance or whatever. It's just like, are, are people really that clumsy? If anyone of you are clumsy listening, please let me know if you're actually that clumsy. No judgment here. I would just like to know. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever met somebody who's this clumsy. Just like walking and being like, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. I have a note way later, but it's like she faints like eight times. And I'm like, girl, do you have, like, vasovagal sympathy? Like, what is going on she with you? She faints twice. She faints, like, four times. She faints she when faints... he kisses her. Yeah, She faints at the sight of blood. She faints. All... He's always carrying her places. And I'm like, you are 18 yeah. years old. Learn how to walk. <laughs> You've been walking for probably 16 years. I think you can figure it out. Yeah. I just think it's weird how it's, like, a personality trait of hers that she's so clumsy. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I think I think it's weird. <laughs> I have a next note on 55. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of a reoccurring theme as well. She notes that Carly put snow chains on her tires. And she goes, like, and I was like, oh. Yeah. And she goes, my throat suddenly felt tight. I wasn't used to being taken care of. 
And I think that's a reoccurring theme that kind of sets her up for her actions this entire book, that her mother kind of sucks mm-hmm. <laughs> at parenting. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think yeah, so- that's why she's falling in love with um, a vampire so quickly <laughs> so, because of her mother. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's just my take. <laughs> yeah. She says that Phil is, like, way younger than her mom, right? So Phil plays yeah. minor league baseball. And, like, how yeah. old is the average professional baseball player? Like, under 40, usually. Mm-hmm. And the mom has an 18-year-old. And I don't know that she specifically said that she was particularly young when she had Bella. And she was married to Charlie. So we can assume she was at least, like, 18 at the youngest when she yeah. got married. So her mom's probably not... I don't know. It's weird. I think her mom's probably not that... Old, but she's probably not that like young and Phil's probably like maybe eight years younger than her and then it's like a whole thing and then she's running away to Florida to the away games and Bella chose to move away I don't know that's a very weird parenting moment yeah that your 16 year old basically has to or 17 year old how to like raise herself and like I get it but this was a very absent parent and reading this book knowing that Bella has some abandonment issues. Makes a total lot of sense. I just had a thought about freaking Kai in the last book. He expects everyone <laughs> to know. leave him. I'm like, well, Bella like kind of has that experience. Bella so. does have that experience. Yeah. Yeah. She has to cook for her dad. Although Charlie's real. Obviously, everyone loves Charlie. Charlie's the best. I think um, he appreciates it. Yeah. And he, she's like leaves at one point and she's like, are you sure you can make dinner? And he's like, Bella, I lived by myself for like 16 years. I can feed myself. Like, yeah, go have fun. Her mom can't. Which begs the question, like, when did Bella start cooking for the family? And what was she eating when she was like six? Yeah. I don't know. Well, her mom was just doing her best, I guess. But I mean, now not being 17 and reading this and being 32 and reading this, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, what's funny is that what does her mom do for a living? I have no idea. But they never discuss like... They had money trouble or anything. Like, they have a house that they clearly can afford to keep having, even though she doesn't live there anymore. Yeah. And she went to, like, dance classes, and she never said, like, oh, we were starving or we were poor or whatever. But what is her mom? Right, so her mom worked. But it just just gives us that her mom's very, like, flighty, Mm -hmm. like, kind of scatterbrained, and she how to take care of her mom essentially like her mom's like oh where's my where's my shirt oh you were supposed to pick it up at the dry cleaner on friday mom no but knowing all of that i'm like okay that's why they say i love you on the first date and Mm -hmm. two months later she's begging him to turn her into a vampire for the rest of her life and she's 17 and making these long-term decisions based on that okay yeah and he which I don't really enjoy because of just, like, the trope that I don't really enjoy. But he is very much taking care of her. And yes. In this context, that makes a lot of sense that she wants it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, be safe and all this stuff. I think the be safe thing is, like, a little extra. I personally would be very annoyed by that. But also, I think if I was 17, I would be like, oh, my God, he cares. Oh, yeah. Probably when I was 17, I was eating this up. I was like, oh, my God, I need my Edward Cullen. And I was just, like, <laughs> in an emotionally abusive relationship instead. But whatever. <laughs> oh my god yeah and like this is you would think that this is love but it's not girl it's not (laughs) so there's um this one creator on tiktok who does like exclusively twilight content and she's like 40 something and she's very fun her name is sarah gallagher and her username on tiktok is sarah elizabeth underscore talks and she is very funny and she's always talking about just like twilight lore because twilight is full of like the kookiest lore that you could possibly have she has this theory that the vampires in twilight are not actually vampires they are fey but not like sarah j moss fey like like old like don't make deals with the fey like old timey fey and there's another girl who i follow named angelica and her username is like a n nine E-L-E and she makes really funny Twilight content and she stitched Sarah Gallagher but the two of them together I was like using a lot as a resource when I was thinking about my stupid theories and the thing about they're saying I love you immediately mm-hmm. and they are both and these two girls are both under the impression that they don't actually love each other <laughs> that it's just like the fact that he can't read Bella's mind means that She's just more interesting to him and he's just drawn to her because she's like a mystery. But Mm -hmm. I feel very strongly like once you actually get to know her, she's not really that interesting at all. (laughs) (laughs) 
And, like, he's interesting to her because he's, like, taking care of her and he's, like, a hot guy who is interesting and, and mysterious. But she doesn't really... I mean, she eventually starts to know stuff about him, but, like, she doesn't really know anything about him. Like, she's just kind of, like, he's hot and he's carrying me places and he's making sure I eat and all this stuff. But it's, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, you guys don't really love each other. And people on TikTok are fully convinced, and I am too, that they end up getting divorced. (laughs) I just think that, um, yes, I agree with 100% what you said (laughs) about Edward. And I think that Bella just wants someone to take care of her and love her because her mom was kind of flighty and absent because Mm -hmm. that's just her personality and whatever. So she just wants someone to love her and take care of her. And she's never really fit into any community. So she finds this, like she's, like you said, she doesn't want to be with the people who are nice to her, but she finds this different guy and she's drawn to him. And then it turns out he's like got this whole other world essentially that now she really wants to be a part of. And you just don't, I don't know. You you don't know. You don't know. And maybe she's just feeling like aggressively average because she knows. And, <laughs> and she's just like, oh, this like something I can be a part of that's different and unique and like only right. mine as a human right. to know. And like she feels special in this world. And that's what she is. But my note on page 79 is actually related to that. And she says to herself, she's like all upset that Edward's not talking to her during mm-hmm. one of his periods of not talking to her. And she says, of course he wasn't interested in, me. I, interested in me. I thought angrily, my eyes stinging. A delayed reaction to the onions. She's making dinner. I wasn't interesting. And he was interesting and brilliant and mysterious and perfect and beautiful and possibly able to lift full-size vans off my, with one hand. And she's just like, he's so wonderful and I'm boring. And it's like, you, you are. But um, <laughs> so who isn't? I 100% would go down that spiral when I was 17 and very insecure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Constantly. (laughs) Always. So she's really just a typical teenage girl, I guess. Yeah. So it was after the hospital. Charlie was there. And he said, what did the doctor say? And she said, Dr. Cullen saw me. And he said, I was fine and I could go home. I sighed. Mike, Jessica, and Eric were all there beginning to converge on us. Let's go, I urged. Your friends who are doing nothing but making you feel warm and invited and accepted, which is anything that anyone would hope for who just moved to a new state. (laughs) And they're there trying to make sure you're okay. And she's like, oh my God, let's go. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, at least thank them for coming. I don't know. Guys, I'm okay. I just really need to go home right now. Like, I'll talk to you Monday. I didn't make a note of this, but every single time that Jessica calls her at home, the fact that Jessica <laughs> called Bella after Jessica's date to talk to Bella about her date really upset me for Jessica. I was like, Bella, you are a shit friend. Like, yes. <laughs> she had a date. She was so excited about it. And then she's like, can I talk to you about my date? And you're like, my dad's in the room. I gotta go. And she's like, <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you in class. <laughs> she's not a good friend. And these people... The, on- there's the only thing wrong, in quotes, with them is that they are normal, average teenage kids. Yeah. And they're not vampires and they're not sparkly and she has no interest in them. It's right. Like- I have two tabs on page 75. Okay. They're both, <laughs> they're both so ridiculous. <laughs> it goes back to her being clumsy. Like, just- <laughs> I gathered my books together. Then I stood and walked to the door. I meant to sweep dramatically out of the room, <laughs> but of course I caught the toe of my boot on the door jam. And dropped my books. And then literally half a paragraph later, she's in gym class now. Gym was brutal. We moved on to basketball. My team never passed me the ball, so that was good. But I fell down a lot. Wait, what? <laughs> so you don't, you're not doing anything. You don't have the ball. You're just walking and tripping on the gym floor. <laughs> and basketball, like, let's be honest. Like, if you're playing basketball in a gym class and you're not an athletic girly, you're not like defending anybody or like trying to yeah. box anybody out. You're not you're like, standing there. You're just standing there running back and forth. What are you even doing? Sometimes I took people with me. Okay. Basketball is not a contact sport. I mean, it kind of is. It's not supposed to be. It is. It's a contact sport. But she's not, we all know she's not like doing defense. Right. It's not, yeah, it's not tackling. Oh, and then I have another one on page 77. This was when she's pulling out of the parking lot. And all these guys are asking her to the dance. Which, I actually loved this bit. Yeah, I thought Whatever, it was really like, fucking with her. <laughs> right, I thought it was hilarious. This is actually one of my favorite scenes, but I tabbed it because he's blocking her. 
and Tyler Crawley's behind her. And she goes, I looked in my rear view mirror. A line was beginning to form directly behind me. Tyler Crawley was in his recently acquired used Sentra waving. I was too aggravated to acknowledge him. Again, you're so rude. (laughs) So rude. Oh my gosh. And like what an like an average high school story is that you're the new kid and everyone ignores you and you eat lunch in the bathroom. Yeah, and like right. all of these kids are like eating eat lunch at my table, Bella. Like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, you're Bella. We heard you were coming. And I'll walk like, you to you your guys. next class. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need a tour? She's and one of the things she even says is like, Oh, I never got lost because someone's always walking me to class. Wow, what a great thing. <laughs> How about we thank them? Go to the yeah. hospital and these people are like, Are you okay? We don't have cell phones, we can't like text you. I know. Like, we came here to make sure you were okay. We skipped school to make sure you were okay because we care about you. And she's just like, oh, God, let's go. Why? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, these people. Maybe. I tabbed 88. Well, we can try, I suppose. But I'm warning you now that I'm not a good friend for you. And she goes, you say that a lot. And I think I'm just like, this is probably the third or fourth time he's, like, eluded something like this. And at this point, I think I tabbed it because I'm like, take the hint like I'm over it I'd I'd be like you're right I I, I'm gonna go hang out with Jessica maybe she's drawn to him because he's also rude I think so I really think so in that same scene I have a tab on page 92 where he's Mm -hmm. like talking about like do you have your guesses as to like what's wrong with me and she's like oh were you bitten by a radioactive spider you know and he's Mm -hmm. like oh I don't have you know like a kryptonite doesn't bother me either haha he's like what if I'm not the superhero what if I'm the bad guy and I wrote the start of the girlies thirsting over sexy villains. Maybe that was my start. <laughs> so because I read that lot. villain awakening. <laughs> I read that and I was like, ooh. <laughs> Pull me back in, why don't you? There's nothing wrong with that. But, like, this book came out in 2006. And, like, you think about where books have taken us now and, like, where mm-hmm. we are now. It's, like, a famous thing to have, like, a sexy villain or enemies to lovers, which wasn't was probably a thing, but it wasn't, like, titled at this point in time. This was not Enemies to Lovers. Oh, no, it wasn't. This is but... 100% insta-love. But, yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Because, like, my first favorite books were all kind of giving Enemies to Lovers. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Back to how rude she is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jacob's there. He's coming over to her. She's describing him. Altogether a pretty face. However, my positive opinion of his looks was damaged by the first words out of his mouth. You're Isabella Swan, aren't you? It was like the first day of school all over again. Bella, I sighed. These people just want to get to know you. Literally. It's your name. It's your name. It's, it's not like me where like people constantly don't know how to pronounce my name and I constantly have to. And even people who do know me don't know how to pronounce my name still. Yeah. So it's not like they're saying something that's completely not my name. And it's different if like you've told <laughs> this specific person like four times. Can yeah. you please call me Bella? It's like, hi, nice to meet you. You're Isabella. Oh, my name's Bella. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> so what it is she is such a 17 year old girl i love it in the in the 2000s in the, yeah yeah or now i, I don't know any i don't know girl. i don't know any 17 year old girls now so i don't know but my note is in this scene where she chooses it so she knows that jacob is 15 years old mm-hmm. and she chooses to flirt with him to get him to talk to her and she's like, oh, I'm not doing a very good job. I'm like, why are you even doing that? You could just be nice. Like, he yeah. didn't even seem like he wanted you to flirt with him. Like, in the beginning, he was like, hi, I'm, I'm Jacob. You know, we used to hang out a lot when we were really little kids. You hung out with my sisters. One of them's name's Rachel. She's a great name. And now, all of a sudden, she's like, hey, Jacob. And it's just like, <laughs> why couldn't you be like, hey, Jacob, like, what's going on with the, why don't the, like, talk to him like a person. Yeah. <laughs> the whole second book is entirely Bella's fault in this chapter. Because yes. Jacob's in love with her because she literally was like, Hey. Yeah. And he's 15 and was just like, oh my God, a girl's paying attention to me. I mean, I don't I don't really remember, but I remember specifically I didn't like him later, but I was also very much a Team Edward girly. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I still am. I actually genuinely like Same. Edward in this book. <laughs> but she knows that he's 15. And I said, I'm willing to bet he would have just shared it with her if she was nice about it and she didn't have to pimp herself out. I think that's gross. Right. And she trips a little bit when they're walking down the beach because of, of course. course she does. My next note is dial-up internet. (laughs) (laughs) Where's that? 132 when she goes home and starts Googling vampire. And then she couldn't find one myth. 
to match all of Edward's characteristics. Because he's a fae. I can't. He's a vampire. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This is Stephanie Meyer's version of vampires. We are not Sarah J. Mossing this. I can't. Okay. Do not take <laughs> my adolescent ears from me. <laughs> then we Google it and we're all excited. And then she goes out with her girlfriends. Which I thought was at least nice of her. But then, of course, she goes on her own, like, to find a bookstore, which I have a tab. I think they went, they wanted to walk down to the bay. I told them I would meet them at the restaurant in an hour. I wanted to look for a bookstore. They both were willing to come with me, but I encouraged them to go have fun. They didn't know how preoccupied I could get when surrounded by books. It was something I preferred to do alone. You trip over air you're in a new place like I would just I mean I get it like I I like to be alone more often when I do things but like I, I don't know go with your friends go with your know. friends and then like when you and I and go to a bookstore together safe. we just like we walk do in and then we're like thing. and then we find yeah. each other again but I did make a cameo I had no trouble finding the bookstore but it wasn't what I was looking <laughs> for <laughs> the windows were full of crystals dream catchers and books about spiritual healing I didn't even go inside through the glass I could see a 50 year old woman with long gray hair worn straight down her back I made a cameo <laughs> I decided that was one conversation I could skip there had to be a normal bookstore in town you just made Bella you needed all of those books she in there sweetheart <laughs> after googling vampire too why would you not go in there you're already in love with Edward. You I'm need just it's, it's page 156. You need those books. Um, my note is at the beginning of that chapter, and it made me laugh out loud. It had been a while since I had a girls' night out, and the estrogen rush was invigorating. <laughs> this is what happens when you talk to your friends, Bella. <laughs> but I've never like thought about the estrogen rush I get from hanging out with women, like ever in my life. And then we have mushroom ravioli, or we, you know, we almost get murdered or worse and that edward finds us and cool which she's totally fine with i mean i yeah i would be fine too but then but then after the shock of like okay you saved me thank you i'm very appreciative after the shock of that i'd be like okay what the fuck (laughs) and i have a tab where oh yeah he's actually telling her i followed you to port angeles And then he's kind of telling her that, like, he can read people's minds and she's kind of just sitting there through it. And my tab is, I wonder if it should bother me that he was following me. Instead, I felt a strange surge of pleasure. Back to my point. Mm -hmm. Somebody cares. Let's go to that spiritual healing section, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. He cares. Great. We have mushroom ravioli. He orders a Coke and forces her to eat it. There's, like, a weird thing maybe because she's excited that he's taking care of her that he's like consistently making her like eat and drink and yeah go to sleep on time and it's like very parenty and it kind of gives me a little bit of the ick yeah um i do not enjoy that uh later i have a note that he like rocks her in her rocking chair and is like holding her like a baby and she's like oh he's taking oh yeah he rocks her in the chair i tabbed that part i was like this is too much for me it's a little icky and then i wrote what is with this infantilizing of Bella? I don't like it. Carrying her like a baby, rocking her in the rocking chair. All I can say is that me at 17 would probably love to be treated like that because I would have thought that it was love. But it's very yes. cringy considering he's supposed to be older. And also, is this considered an age gap romance? I mean, I feel like a lot of fantasies have, like, I mean, isn't Akatar like, he's like a gazillion years old and she's like 17 at one point. Right. Or something. 19 years old. Okay, yeah, so she's 19, So and Ryzan's like in 900 years old. Can I just say that Feyre Archeron is having way kinkier sex than I would ever do at 19? I mean, who knows what Emmett and Rosalie are doing? This is true, but they're, like, they're not 19. They, like, probably once were 19, and now they're, like, 125. Like, we watch her become immortal, so she's been 19, and then she's probably, you know what I mean? Like, she's 19 when she's become immortal, and then we were watching, like, she might be, like, 21. Anyway. Then they have a whole conversation in the restaurant, Bella and Edward, back to our mm-hmm. besties. And they, yeah. um, she orders mushroom ravioli, he orders a Coke, and then, like, gives it to her. One ninety-five. About three things I was absolutely positive. First, Edward was a vampire. Second, there was a part of him, and I didn't know how potent that part might be, that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. 
Page 195, you've had like a total of three conversations with him. Back to my point. 17 years old. <laughs> yes. I think I said yes. I love you to all of my boyfriends I had when I was a teenager and I did not love them. Sorry, <laughs> boys. They had a conversation in the car that was the book equivalent of the movie Say It Out Loud Vampire. Oh, yeah. Which, Which I actually... I greatly prefer it in the book because it's way less awkward. I kind of actually, I have a no, like she's avoiding saying it. They're kind of dancing around it. And I'm like, I feel like she needs to say it. So this can sink into her because now she's like, I, I just, my note is like, Bella is handling this so well. I don't even know if she said the word vampire yet, like in reference to Edward. Is she in denial? She just handled the whole scent and mind reading thing so casually, which Edward did note she was taking everything so coolly, which honestly I thought was pretty cool. By the time she's saying if Charlie had even the slightest inkling of exactly what I did like, like her type in men, is she fool and ready to say that her type is vampires? Like, do you even realize what all this means? Like, are you thinking past anything? I don't know. Does that make sense? It does. But she did say that he was a vampire at some point to him. At some point, yeah, but not like to not like to him. Yeah, she didn't like, say like you are a vampire. She right, said and- to him in the car about how she figured out yeah. He was like, oh, do you have any more theories? And then she was like, oh, I was talking to Jacob Black. His dad is one of the elders. He was telling me one of his stories. He told me one. I hesitated. Go on. About vampires. And he said, but, and you immediately thought of me. She said, no, he mentioned your family. She never explicitly said Edward. And then he was like, you don't care if I'm a monster if I'm not human? And she's like, no. But she never says specifically, are and you I just a vampire? Like I need- Right, I feel like I just need her to say it. Like she's, I think she said it in the in the paragraph that I just read that she's pretty sure he's a vampire, but like she's never said it out loud, so it sinks in more. I feel like there's something to that. It's just weird to me. I'm like, you're just going along with this. Like you can easily be in denial. My next note is two thirty, and I can't find the exact line. I was looking for it, but I have a note on two thirty, and my note is so cheesy. LOL. Maybe it's the same. He. She says that her favorite color is the color of his eyes today. <laughs> That's my note. <laughs> but he touches her cheek and she is like in a trance-like state. And I wrote, That's not love, girly. There's something else going on here. I'm still on my fae <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm just into how like someone who can look like Robert Pattinson is touching her at 17 and she's probably in a trance. But yeah. Yeah, it's fair. It's the color of your eyes today. I suppose if you asked me in two weeks, I'd say onyx. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he's asking her all these questions because he can't read her mind. So he's just like really interested in like what's making her tick. But right. part of me is like, starting... why are you so interested by this girl? Because she's really not that interesting. <laughs> but whatever. Um, my next note is in the same scene, 245. He says, you fascinate me. He said, I have a better than average grasp of human nature. People are predictable, but you, you never do what I expect. You always take me by surprise. Which is probably refreshing after 80 years of knowing everything that everyone around you is thinking at all times. Yeah. And my note was, do you think that if he could read her mind, he would still be attracted to her like this? No, I don't don't think think so, so, to be honest. I really wrote, I vote no. (laughs) I, I don't think so, yeah. She says something about how their relationship is up to him now. And it's impossible for her to turn away from him. Our relationship couldn't continue to balance as it did on the point of a knife. We would fall off the edge, one edge or the other, depending entirely upon his decision or his instincts. My decision was made, made before I'd even ever consciously chosen. And I was committed to seeing it through because there was nothing more terrifying to me, more excruciating than the thought of turning away from him. It was an impossibility. It's been three days. I know. <laughs> Wait, no, they haven't even really, like, their first real, like, date date in my eyes is when he takes her to the... The fairy circle? Meadow. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, it's not even been two dates. Well, I mean, you can kind of count... When he saved w- her. Yeah, they went out to dinner. Okay, that's true. But I don't think she counts it, so it's really been, like, a date and a lunch. I would never leave him. You don't even, they like... They haven't even been to the meadow yet. What if he's a terrible kisser? I mean, obviously he's not, because he makes her faint, but, like, you know what I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know that yet because that mm-hmm. scene hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. But she would never leave him. It's very 17. And then yeah. later we have the be safe thing because he like brings the truck. And I don't know why he is always like 
trying to make her safe. Like, I understand why she's drawn to it from her mom, which is a new revelation mm-hmm. to me. But, like, why is he so – is it a protective thing? Like, this is, like, marking territory. Yeah, I think it's, like, a vampire scent thing. It's, like, territorial, kind of like a dog. He doesn't want anything to happen to her very I'm a monster territorial kind of way. Okay. I kind of like the whole who did this to you thing, but – that's not this (laughs) on 254 i just have another note again where he's like i'm gonna take you to this meadow and we're hiking and he's like don't worry it's only five miles and she's like five miles i didn't answer so that he wouldn't hear my voice crack and panic five miles of treacherous roots and loose stones trying to twist my ankles or otherwise incapacitate me this was going to be humiliating maybe practice walking i don't know how to help you yeah Lift your, pick your feet up and walk over. Look at, look down. Look down when you walk. Yeah. And be like, there's yeah. a root coming. I better pick my foot up higher than normal. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not that hard. Um, then he, on the way back, he carries her and she passes out, which I'm like, girl, stop passing out. I have a note on 268. I are you too? People. You are exactly my brand of heroin. So no, come I on, actually Hot Topic a... merchandise. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's actually a good note for Bella. Um, He's telling her about Jasper. I think the whole family maybe, but he's most recently telling her about Jasper. He apologized. Maybe he like, you know, just went into too much human detail. I don't know. And she said, I don't mind. Please don't worry about offending me or frightening me or whichever. That's the way you think I can understand or I can try to at least just explain however you can. And I thought that was very mature of her. It is. If she can only do that with her friends or people who are trying to be friendly with her. Well, she's not, like, interested in jumping her friend's bones, I think, so she just doesn't care about them. True. True. Even people our age don't always do that. Try to see people where they are. I mean, people who are older Mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. Parents. (laughs) Then my next note is on 271 that Edward explains he went to Alaska after Bella's first day to get away from her. And hang out with some old acquaintances. And I think that's fun. But there's like three girl vampires up there that come down in the fourth one. And they're like, oh, when you were with us a couple years ago. I'm like, oh, that was then. He also says on page 271 that Jessica doesn't have a very original mind. Which is rude. Yeah. (laughs) She's just a girl. I was like, very misogynistic. Mind your business. (laughs) Just because she's a girl doesn't mean she's... She's a 17-year-old doing 17-year-old things. Yeah. I don't don't know. Going to trigonometry, trying to date this boy named Mike. Trying to go to dance with Mike. (laughs) She's just... She's just there. Just being nice. Jessica would like the Barbie movie. Yes. Bella wouldn't. No. That's all you have to say. And then on page 273, he ruffles her hair. I have another note on page 273. Go for it. He lifted his glorious, agonizing, agonized eyes to mine. You are the most important thing to me now. The most important thing to me ever. And I said, very fast for the first date. Yeah. But before that, he ruffles her hair. And then he's like, you're precious to me. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> That's like the flicking nose from Powerless. Mm-hmm. And he also calls her Isabella. And she's not like, Isabella. <laughs> it's okay when he does it. I mean, yeah, it's okay if, like, if I'm sure if Jacob, like, followed her to Port Angeles and saved her, I don't, and I think she would have freaked out. Like, why are you stalking me? There. On page 274. Okay. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb. Again, hot topic merchandise. Okay, hot topic merchandise. <laughs> Again, first date. Yeah. What a stupid lamb. What a sick, masochistic lion. I literally read that in, like, Robert Pattinson's voice. <laughs> yeah. And I just read it as, like, oh, my gosh, that's the biggest word I knew at, like, 17. I felt so smart. <laughs> I have a tab on 293. Okay. He's telling her that he um, comes to her room at night. And she's totally okay with it. I know. She's like, you spied on me, but somehow I couldn't infuse my voice with proper outrage. I was flattered. No. He was unrepentant. What else is there to do at night? Anything else? Go bowling. <laughs> Anything. Read a book. My note is just meh. <laughs> I don't know what to do at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. How often? How often do you come here? I come here almost every night. Why? You're interesting when you sleep. You talk. And then she's embarrassed that she talks. Like she's not like this is this is 
there's boundaries. I mean, she has no boundaries, but she's like, there's boundaries and you've crossed them. Mm-mm. I would be humiliated if somebody at all watched me the full eight hours that I was sleeping in any way at all. I would, yeah, I'd be humiliated. I'd be embarrassed, but I'd be like, there, there's, you crossed a line. Like, that is my privacy. I don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Ugh, disgusting. But I'm probably at 17. I was like, ooh, love. <laughs> love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Oh, I have another note on page 295. Okay. I finished with the last bite of lasagna. Finished with the last bite of lasagna. I lifted my glass. And chug the remains of my milk. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Ew. It's not that gross. It's not like that gross, but it is very like, is juvenile just, to have a glass is, of milk with dinner. That is and actually not healthy, but that is disgusting. <laughs> I'm not a drink a glass of milk person, but that 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 is just disgusting. <laughs> So he, she goes upstairs and Edward's in her room and yeah. she's like, can, which is natural, you know, whatever. Ca- cash. And she's like, can I have a moment to be human for a second? And he's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. And she grabs her bag of toiletries from her room and goes to the bathroom. Like it's college. Yeah. She does that the entire, she does that the entire book because she knows how her and Charlie have to share a bathroom. And I'm like, okay, well, okay. That is, do you need a shower caddy to share the bathroom? She has her toothpaste dad? in the toiletry bag. Yeah. Like, you can't even share a tube of toothpaste with your dad. Or even if, like, you have your toiletries, like, in a specific thing, why do they not, like, live in the bathroom? Yeah. No, it's just, like, a shower caddy. I, I think that is so weird, but whatever makes her comfortable. Okay. okay. The next note is 307 about Alice. And they're talking about how everybody okay. in their family, not everybody, people in their family have like special vampire abilities. And mm-hmm. Alice can see the future, which we all know and love. Alice is the best. And um, Alice must have had some precognition wherever she was. We learned where she was. Do you think Alice was a witch? Yes or yes? Yes. Yeah. Great. Me and Alice run the bookshop <laughs> in Port Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> and then she turned into a vampire and left when she was a teenager. And that's why you're still there as an old lady. <laughs> yes yeah that's true um yeah alice was a witch and i love that for her yeah i totally forgot her whole backstory me too yeah i don't think that's in the movie it's i don't think so either is it my note is 310 Mm -hmm. where he's talking about everyone's relationship and how like rosalie and emmett like are married but then then they stage new wedding like every so often and she was like oh and he said, was there a purpose behind your curiosity? And she said, well, I did wonder about you and me someday. You just met. Mm-hmm. You just started dating. Mm-hmm. Like, I know he's immortal, but, like, you might get sick of him at some points and you might break up. And why are we already? Granted, at 17, I was probably like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is so love. But now I'm like, you don't know this person. Vampire. Yeah. My note is on yeah. 311 um, when she's talking about having sex with him. And he's like, oh, at least we're on the same page. And I'm like, I know that it's like common knowledge in the Twilight universe that Edward is a virgin and that's bananas. But I, Edward's a virgin and that's that's bananas to me. He was yeah. 17 living in the 1900s. You're telling me that you never like had a prostitute and 80 something as a vampire. Yeah, especially because he did go off on his own for that while, like rebelling against Carlisle. Like he didn't. And honestly, maybe if he was having sex, it would he wouldn't have had to do that. <laughs> Just get some energy out somewhere else. I, I that is I actually was laughing when she was like, "Your human instincts." Well, do you find me attractive in that way? He laughed and lightly rumpled my nearly dry hair. That's love. Love. Seventeen-year-old <laughs> me is swooning. <laughs> you know what he does a lot, which I think is like a little weird. Is the, like, rubbing his nose along her jaw. Yes. It's, like, he does everything but kiss her. I feel like they only kiss, like, three times. Yes. But the fact that it's not just, like, a once, like, a oh, thing. He's, like, petting her face with his face. <laughs> but I love whenever they kiss, which is, like, not often. She's, like, I immediately go too far. And, like, do you think Bella you know. has ever kissed anyone before? No, she never has. <laughs> she makes a note. And she's, like, people at Phoenix don't look at me. Well. Okay. And then he rocked her in a rocking chair when she wakes up in the morning. That is my next note. <laughs> 314. I love you, I whispered. You are my life now, he answered simply. There was nothing more to say for the moment. He rocked us back and forth as the room grew lighter. My note is this exchange is so fucking weird. 
know. Page 319. I said, I am 300 pages into this book and Bella has fainted eight times. <laughs> I have a note from 317. Okay. Um, where he says, are you going to tell Charlie I'm your boyfriend now? He demanded. Is that what you is that what you are? I suppressed my internal cringing at the thought of Edward and Charlie and the word boyfriend in the same room at the same time. And I was like, so you can tell this man, this 80 year old vampire or a hundred and whatever year old vampire that I love you after only like two dates um, and ask about marriage. But you can't call him your boyfriend or introduce him to your dad who literally had a conversation <laughs> with you about how like they're all nice people and he's totally fine with them. <laughs> Yeah, I also have, you made me faint because of the kiss, and my note is, what the fuck, from 319. Yeah, that was my note. Yeah. Um, she's constantly fainting, and I said, we have to talk about the khaki skirt and the blue blouse. Yes, the long khaki skirt. The long khaki skirt. Oh my god. I, You know what? I read that, and I was like, no, she's wearing jeans. <laughs> so I changed it in my mind. <laughs> she's wearing jeans. I looked it up because I was curious as to, like, what is anyone drawing, like, fan art? Like, what does it look like? And mm -hmm. I saw a clip of Stephanie Meyer talking about it. And she said that it's a khaki-colored skirt. And she was like, I just kind of picture, like, Bella's not really that stylish. So her one, like, dressy item of clothing is, like, that one Bermuda short-length khaki skirt that, like, everybody had in 2002. Mm. I thought it was longer than that. I, I, like, immediately thought of, like, what the Duggars would wear. Yeah. That's what I thought. And I'm like, no, we're, we're doing jeans. Mm, yeah. I like the clothes they put Kristen Stewart in in the movie. Mm -hmm. So I was more than fine with all of that. Yeah, they're very much Pacific Northwest vibes. Jeans and flannels and boots and whatever. T-shirts and shit. Yeah. I'm fine with that too. But the khaki skirt. And the blue blouse that he once complimented. That's such a 17-year-old thing to do. He likes this I shirt. I laughed. <laughs> the 17-year-old mini was like... <laughs> And then she goes home and gets changed before baseball, which is good because I, if she yeah. was in the skirt of baseball, I think I would have lost my mind. You are utterly indecent. No one should look so tempting. <laughs> in the jeans, I was like, yeah, her legs and ass look nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just rewrote the whole scene. I rewrote it. <laughs> she has her hair in a ponytail, I guess, in her yes. skirt. Um, he pulls at the end of it <laughs> and chuckled. He forgets how to interact with women, I guess. Or just, but she's all over it. So but also, like, he treats her like she's, like, seven. But I mm -hmm. guess proportionally to him, she is, like, seven, but also kind weird. Of, yeah. I don't know. It's just yeah. a little creepy. Um, we meet Jasper. And Jasper has, like, the ability to control people's emotions, which I don't think we've ever discussed in the movies at all. I think, no, they did. They did, but they're not in a clear way. She says it was impossible to feel awkward near Jasper, and that made me laugh because I keep thinking about that girl. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on Instagram, I don't know if she's on TikTok, too. I'm not really good at the talker. But... She probably is, but I couldn't. She's okay. freaking hilarious. I know. Yasmin Sahid on Instagram, her Jasper is hilarious. <laughs> I like book Jasper way better than movie Jasper. I, I think Jasper might be my favorite character. I remember, like, liking Jasper. Like, I remember, like, having a, a book crush on Jasper when I read this book originally. I don't remember at all. I was just, like, so into Edward because, like, you know, he was, like, the main character. Yeah. But, no, I actually think I love Jasper. But then I watched um, the movie and I was like, dude, I don't think I actually They ruined him. <laughs> yeah. He's really sweet. He's really supportive of Alice. He's very much, like, always, yes. like, what's going on, girl? Yeah. Taking care of her when she's in her visions. He's very understanding. 329? Uh-huh. I have a note here, too. Okay. What's yours? <laughs> okay. It might be the same thing. When he's, like, they're at the Collins house, and he's playing piano. Mm -hmm. The song he was playing, my song, drifted to an end, the final chord shifting to a more melancholy key. The last note hovered poignantly in the silence. Thank you, I murmured. I realized there were tears in my eyes. I dabbed at them, embarrassed. He touched the corner of my eye, trapping one I missed. He lifted his finger, examining the drop of moisture broodingly. Like, mad at then, it? <laughs> then so quickly, I couldn't be positive that he really did. He put his finger to his mouth to taste it. My note is no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Absolutely not. Some of these things, I'm like, why did she even put that in this book? Is that supposed that to be, like, sexy? Like, that's creepy to me. 
That's creepy. Every all of this is creepy to me. All of it is. Let me just get that out. Just there. eat your tears. Like wiping it away is fine. What was your note from this page? It's just Edward plays Bella her song, and then she cries, and he tastes her tears. Question mark. <laughs> Somewhere, he's talking to her, and he says, "Brave, trusting, warm as you are." I had a thought about that too. And I was like, "Why did they cast Kristen Stewart in this role?" <laughs> Or, like, why did they, like, let her make the choices that she made in this role? It's not the character at all. Because, like, she is trusting to Edward and his family, but normal people like Mike and Jessica, she's too good for and she's not trusting. And, I don't know, or warm. She's warm to the Collins, but she's not warm to Charlie or warm to Angela or Tyler or Mike or Jessica. Mm -hmm. And she's only, I, don't know. I mean, she's brave, like, in the end, but, like, yeah. I yeah, I don't think that's a good assessment. <laughs> and then we play baseball, and we have the whole super massive black hole scene, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Which I sang in my head the whole time, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Then James and Laurent and Victoria come. Mm-hmm. And Carlisle is like, let's come back to our house. And Bella's hair blows. And I thought it was in a James ponytail. Now, I guess she took it down. No, he, he told her to take it down. Oh, right, right, right. And James smells her and he's a tracker. Then they have to they go have to go back to Charlie and then they have to like um go back to the house and Laurent's there and Laurent's like, fuck that, like I'm out of here. I don't even like him. I'm going up to Denali. And they're like, All right, cool, bye. My note is on 404, how when Jasper is like they're at the house and they're kind of making all of these plans. My note is the whole exchange with Jasper, where it's just kind of them two left in the room. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you're wrong, you know, he said quietly. What, I gasped. I can feel what you're feeling now, and you are worth it. And I was like, oh. And at that point, I was just like, book Jasper is just so much better. I thought that was so sweet. I had a note immediately after that when Alice, like, asks her if she can pick her up. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, you would be the first one to ask permission. And I was like, thank you, Alice. Yeah, Alice knows. Because, like, even Esme, like, picked her up and ran upstairs so they could change clothes. And I'm like, what is the point? Like, just, yeah. like, come on, Bella, like, drag her hand or something. But, like, why do you have to, like... Yeah, it's like, I know she's slower than you, but, like, you're in a house. How much slower? <laughs> yeah, like, how much... She'll be up the stairs in a second. Yeah. How fast do you really have to go? Granted, she might trip up the stairs, and that might be a whole thing, oh, but... Exactly. Fall down two flights of stairs and fall out a window. Totally yeah. plausible in this woman's life. I had a note on 397. Mm. Edward is explaining, like, what's going on with James. And he says, it is partially your fault. His voice was wry. If you didn't smell so appallingly luscious, he might not have bothered. And I said, not Edward victim blaming Bella for smelling good. (laughs) Hopefully he meant it as a joke. I don't know. I was like, shut up. That's not her fault. (laughs) They're trying to, Bella goes home. She's, you know, yelling at Charlie, really hitting low blows here. I'm very upset about this whole thing. I get it, but I'm very upset about it. Alice kind of has some visions. Alice and Jasper are going to take her to Phoenix and in a car, and they can drive there all night because, like, they don't need to sleep. So Carlisle and Emmett and Edward are leading him off the scent and, like, somewhere else. And Esme and Rosalie are, like, trying to take Victoria elsewhere because she's trying to get information and stuff. So they're in Phoenix, and... They're like at a hotel. They're talking. Yeah, they're at a hotel and they're kind of camping out here. And eventually they hear from Edward. He calls them and he says, we're outside of Vancouver. Um, We lost him. He seems suspicious of us. He's careful to stay just far away enough that I can't hear what he's thinking, but he's gone now. It looks like he got on a plane. We think he's heading back to Forks to start over. I'm like, this motherfucker just got on a plane. First off, you're walking with Victoria and Laurent when they stumble across you, but you're just going to get on a plane. Do you have a job? Like, I understand (laughs) that Carlisle is a doctor and he has a ton of money because he's been a doctor for like 200 years. But how did this guy who was just walking up the coast? Yeah. He's not wearing shoes. Like where you, you just got on a plane and you're a vampire. Like you are a vampire. Is that really like, I know you track things, but like you need to eat in the meantime. You're going to sit in a, in a plane with like 200 other people and just be like this. Yeah, I know. Like, you're going, like, this is after 9-11. Like, you're going through security. <laughs> you are a vampire. And, like, not like that's going to set off anything. But, like, have you're waiting in line. You're waiting in line at TSA. <laughs> <laughs> Take off your shoes. Already did it. Yeah. Bring any. 
remove your bell. Okay. <laughs> Later on, Edward gets on a plane to go to Phoenix, and I'm like, okay, at least Edward's a little bit more civilized. Like, you oh, know, they definitely have like fake IDs. I think that comes into right. play later in the series. But Edward, who's afraid to get too, too close to Bella, like, is about to put himself on a plane, confined mm-hmm. around humans. I can't stop does- picturing James with his like stupid, <laughs> like the Yasmin level eyes, just like yeah. <laughs> in like a middle seat because that's all that was left on the day of. Yeah. Right? Just like fasten your seatbelts, and he's and, like, like in the middle seat, like trying to figure out like Southwest the boarding process. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, we all know what happens if you mm-hmm. don't. This front in the movie, from what I remember, is pretty like accurate as to what yeah. happens. Other than it's like, very the, accurate. The yeah, she has to deceive Alice and Jasper because he calls her like by using the video of her growing up. Like she thinks he has her mom, and like so she goes to the dance studio that Alice sees, and he is trying to like play with her, but like he's like throwing her around and stuff and whatever. And eventually Edward and Carlisle and Emmett and I think everybody comes. He bit her on her hand, I think. Mm-hmm. And Carlisle's telling Edward, like, you have to suck the venom out. I liked this in the movie better because he's kind of so casual about it here where he's like, I don't know if I can stop. And then he kind of just is like, oh, you're right. And like does it and then stops. But in the movie, he's like, Carlisle needs to like pull him off of her. And I actually thought that was more not realistic, but in the sense of how everything in this book, like every conversation they had leading up to this, I felt like it was more realistic in that sense where he couldn't get off of her. And they kind of talk about it in the hospital a little bit, how he was like, it was hard to stop, but. Yeah, I agree. 100%. In this scene, I actually read it twice. I was like, he just stops. Yeah. I like the the line that Carlo has in the movie. He's like, find the will to stop. And like, Edward's like. <laughs> yeah. And his eyes are all crazy and he's like biting her hand. But I actually like that yeah. moment. In the, in the here, I mean, maybe because it's through Bella's perspective, you know, mm-hmm. she's like half unconscious. And maybe Midnight Sun will tell a different story. If you've read it, let us know. My next note is at four fifty six when he wakes up in the or she wakes up in the hospital. He's there. Her mom's off getting food and whatever. Mm-hmm. And but I'm um, like, she's she's just constantly like, Edward, don't leave me. Edward, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. And then her mom does come back, and. Edward was trying to sleep to sleep and her mom's like oh you really like him whatever and she's like I know mom like don't worry it's just a crush she's like that's right then she sighed and glanced guiltily over her shoulder at the big round clock on the wall do you need to go she bit her lip Phil's supposed to call in a little while I didn't know you were going to wake up ma'am she's your child this is your child your only child had a serious accident and as soon as she's awake, you're already glancing at the clock like, oh, my husband's supposed to call me. No. No. And that's when I was like, I'm over her mom. <laughs> she needs to get her priorities straight. Mm. I'm happy her mom's happy, has her own life. But like. You also have a child. You have a child who you've been relying on to raise you. So how about you be the parent here? No. And then Bella's like, it's okay if you leave. And just, yeah. like, gives her mom permission. Right. Ha- like, has to dismiss her mom. Oh. Like a- and then she's and like, I'll be know. back soon. I've been sleeping here, you know, she announced proud of herself. Bare minimum. Thanks, Renee. <laughs> yeah, mother of the year, Renee. Good for you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then, then actually my note is, she's like Edward don't leave me and he's like Bella I'm not going anywhere I'll be right here as long as you need me you swear you won't leave me and we see why she's like this on the previous fucking page Mm -hmm. and then on page 474 they're still talking and I think she's asking why didn't he let the venom spread she's asking do you wish that Carlisle hadn't saved you and he said no I don't wish that but my life was over I wasn't giving anything up and she says you are my life you are the only thing would hurt me to lose you're 17 you haven't seen the world yet you haven't experienced anything yet like (laughs) and I know she doesn't know this because at 17 I thought that like I knew everything Mm -hmm. but I don't know that's just me reading right now I think Um, the moral of this whole book is that it makes sense when you're 17. Like the tagline yes. is Twilight. When you're 17, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because this whole reading experience as like an adult is mm-hmm. very much like I I was I was because yeah. and the fact that we like ate this shit up when we were 17. I know. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> it's like this is true love. I want something like this. 
And now as a 30 something year old lady, I'm like, don't watch me when I sleep, please. Don't yeah. observe me. <laughs> Please do not. This is my privacy. Yeah. This is, I need this. I guess I'm just so much more confident in myself and my needs and my routine that like, I don't know, and boundaries. I have boundaries now. Like that, that's a new thing that I did not have at 17. Mm-hmm. I wonder how old Stephanie Meyer was when she wrote this. I don't know. Oh, my next note is uh, prom. And she thinks that and... she's going to a black tie affair to turn herself into a vampire like a dumbass. Yes. Yes. I like how Charlie called Edward because Tyler Crawley showed up. (laughs) Poor Tyler. And I like how he is on the phone with Charlie and he's like, she'll be unavailable every night as far as anyone besides myself is concerned. No offense. And I'm sorry about your evening. He didn't sound sorry at all. And then he snapped the phone shut. (laughs) I love a good 2000s moment. And that is my last note. (laughs) You know what I was thinking, like, the entire time, because I think I even was thinking this when I read it the first time, is the little tiny silver cell phones that they have. Yes. I always yes, pictured them, like, the size of hit clips, like, real little. But now I think about it, I'm like, they're probably, like, fucking razors. <laughs> Jacob says, we'll be watching. The end. So how many stars did you give Twilight 3? <laughs> I gave Twilight 3 stars. I give it Three no for stars. nostalgia. <laughs> well, we're about to go read New Moon, so. Yeah. <laughs> we will see you next week. Thank you, besties. Um, make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Paperback Besties. And-, and we love to hear from you. Interact with us. Let us know what's up. Let us know what you're reading. Yeah. Let yeah. us know what we should read mm-hmm. next because we have four books of Twilight, or three books of Twilight left, and then we are open for buddy read suggestions. I would love to do a Ninth House reread. Great. After Ninth House, let us know what you think we should read. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you later. besties thanks for hanging out with us don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts and we will see you monday with another episode bye bye